Today we have Odie, Merck, Kaiser Sose, aka F. Christopher Blue. I was, I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. I did hear it. It wasn't too explosive, but just explosive enough. All right. So, speaking of explosive. Boosie Badass. <laughs> Mr. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. That's the only song I know about him. Uh, Did he sing Wipe Me Down? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was on Wipe Me Down. And that's like just because I went to an HBCU in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because... One of my line sisters, she passed away a few years ago, but she was like the biggest Boosie fan. So I, anytime I see him trending in the news, I always wonder like what she would think um, to see what the fuck is going on with him. Um, uh, Boosie, his lives are always funny. Uh, I disagree. He reminds me of my old drunk uncle, Wayne. That's, that's what makes it funny. The fact that he is the old drunk uncle. But the one, it's... I will okay. Let me rephrase. The one where Katie, I hope I'm saying her name right. I think it is Katie, the comedian. She has like a video where she's mocking or like impersonating how his lives go. So I know his lives through her eyes. Let me rephrase. So her lives, her lives of his lives are really fucking funny. And um, she did this one. He was like, she was like, show me some titty, show me some titty, and she was playing the girl who was showing the alleged titty or nipple or whatever. <laughs> she drew something on her chest and made it look like, made it look like a dot that was supposed to be her nipple, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he was, she was like, suck them titties! And like imitating Boosie's annoying ass voice or whatever. I don't know, this shit is funny. I'm describing it terribly, but it really is funny. So if you can find it, find it on the YouTubes or I don't think she keeps everything up on her Instagram or whatever, but you can find it somewhere on the interwebs. Is that K-H-A-D-I-E? No, no E. Just K-H-A-D-I-E. I think I follow her. Yeah, yeah. She's doing yeah, more modeling stuff lately. She's oh, fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, but anyway, 
uh, his lives are, are entertaining to say the least. Like we've learned more than we need to know as far as his thoughts. Uh, you know, he went viral for talking shit about D-Wade, but this week he went viral for uh, and had faced some backlash for his own parenting decisions. Yeah, but let's go to a clip of that. Ain't finna get my son no motherfucking shit out here. I'm training them boys right. I'm training them boys right. Ask in them my my, my nephew. Ask in them. Ask my son. Yeah. They were 12, 13. They got hit. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Hell yeah, I got my fucking son dick up. You fucking right. (laughs) Sound like he got the corona. Or whatever comes from having sex way too fucking early. Even worse. Ew. Hmm. So, thanks so much for that, Blue, by the way. Um, But this is... It's disgusting. Because, like, I've... I've been a counselor and, like, worked with kids since I was a kid. Like, I was, like, 15, 16. I was a junior counselor. So the count, the kids weren't that much younger than me. I mean, they could. We were in school at the same time, not the same grade, obviously. Right. But we were, you know, we were close in age enough. And even then, I was disgusted by the thought of having any type of relation or relations, relationship or relations with any kid younger than me. I just was always grossed out by that. Right. So the idea of a grown woman um, introducing very young boys to sexual acts with head instead of like I don't think kids should have sex early period but at the very least I'd much rather them have it with their peers because they're both inexperienced and kind of exploring each other's bodies so that to me makes sense but to have like a grown ass woman giving your son's or nephew's head that is fucking disgusting from uh, what I'm assuming are prostitutes because you know he said he alluded that he paid them um it's fucking disgusting and at the end we know that if this was a a woman uh you know talking about this with her daughters or anybody talking about this with their daughters introducing their daughters to sex with grown men we'd be disgusted hold on let me interject real quick so when you um told me about this story and I looked it up and then um, I actually follow Lil Boozy on Instagram. He's actually one of the only celebrities that I actually follow just to catch them lives. Him and Tory Lanez. But um, his daughter had a birthday recently. He was saying, oh, happy birthday, baby, blah, blah, blah. Or however he talked. He talked so fucked up. Anyways, and then I guess she's like 13 years old and people just got crazy on the live. They was like, hey, are you going to hire somebody to eat your daughter's coochie, da, 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 and this and that? And then, you, yeah, you have to think about it. I mean, do, would you sexualize your daughter in the same way you sexualize your sons? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, exactly. He never responded, of course. Of course not. He acting like he didn't see that shit. But you sound wild disrespectful. And that's, and that's, it's basically... That's all I have to say about that. That's why we saw T.I. Uh, facing back. Sure. Oh, dear. oh. Can you guys hear me? All right, Mark, what you think? Did you hear anything about it? Um, I'm going to tell you how old I am, how old I feel the only one here. because number one, 
Like you said that you follow you follow Boosie Get on. Get your mics um, and unmute it and see what that does. I can oh. hear you. I can hear I can hear Mars. Oh, okay. No, your your, your mic kept going in, into uh, in the mute for some reason, Odie. Oh well, that was me muting. All right, let's go to a music break. Oh, okay. But I don't know why he can't hear us. Still about to lose it, Boosie. See what you gotta say. Ain't finna get my son no motherfucking shit out here. I'm training them boys right. I'm training them boys right. Ask in them my 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 nephew. Ask in them. Ask my son. Yeah, they was 12, 13. They got hit. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, hell yeah, I got my fucking son dick sucked. You fucking right. Yeah, can you hear me now? Okay, I don't know oh. what the hell happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, I just, Merce, if, if uh, Blue can't hear you, heads up. I, I, I will I will say this. This is how old I, I, I feel compared to you two because when you talk about like you got Boosie on your uh, on your Instagram on your you know who I follow on Twitter Ice T <laughs> <laughs> and and I will say this um, when I heard about the Boosie thing I was thinking I'm like I seen Boosie in an interview and he seemed very grounded and down to earth like why would he it didn't seem like that like he would do something like that and then I and then when I heard when I saw his uh, the clip. And I realized, oh, and that wasn't Boosie. I was thinking about was Cassidy, like two totally different people. Uh, like, yeah, I, 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 I feel, I feel old sometimes. But but going into this whole thing, I mean, put it like this: I don't know how old the woman was that was with uh, Boosie's nephew and and um, and uh, and son. But I look at it like this: you get teachers who get now teachers. It's a different dynamic because. In certain states, like the age of consent could go down as low as 16, right? And um, I, I'm, he, from, I I'm from New York. From, he's, he's from New Orleans. He's from New Orleans. From, I'm, I'm from New so, York. In New York, the age of consent, I, I believe, is either 17 or 18. It's I think in New Orleans is lower, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I don't think he lives there anymore, but... Yeah, but I, I, I know in the South... It's, it's, but it's the way the um, age of consent works, it doesn't matter if the age of consent well, is 14. It's like well, 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 only well, two years but, older. Well, put it like this. To my point, there's um, like when you read the rules on it, because I, I was reading it for a story, right, about like a whole teacher uh, kid dynamic thing, and basically, if you put in like a teacher dynamic, like even if you're messing with somebody who's the age of consent, if you're a teacher, that would get you put in jail. But the, mm. but but it doesn't it's make like it, it, but, but but if you take that teacher dynamic out, it doesn't make it any less disgusting. Like there should still be some sort of, uh, I mean, especially I mean his kid, those kids are what like 13, 14 years old. Mm -hmm. That's way below. I mean, unless you go to like uh, other countries, that's I don't know. There's a there's a, a state that has an age of consent that low, because usually I see that at like the lowest I've seen it is like sixteen. No. So um I'm gonna say South Carolina's fourteen. Is it? Mm-hmm. But age of consent doesn't mean you a fourteen year old can have sex with a twenty year old. You could be like two years older is basically where it caps. Right, right. And then there's usually a cap on if you are that young on how old they could be. So you figure a grown woman being with I mean, whether she's paid or not, being with I mean yes, there's still there's I mean, yeah, they're thirteen, fourteen, but they're technically they're little kids. You know? Oh I mean, yeah, they are. 
and it's just the fact that he's out there bragging like that. I mean, basically, you're training these kids to be predators, to go out and then think of women as nothing more as just exactly. Oh. And that's that's the dangerous part because that's exactly how I was thinking about it. Like the fact that you're treating women as they're nothing more than sexual objects. It's like, but these men supposedly are going to want to marry or be with a woman. Like they're not going to know how to treat them because that was their first interaction with it and it's like there's a way to treat your to tell your sons or teach your sons like look there are some women that are gonna be here just to have sex with there are some women that you're gonna want to um you know that you're gonna want to be like have more with there's a way to teach them that shit I'm not a man so I don't fucking know but I'm sure there's a way to communicate that without having them come off as assholes who treat women as just sexual objects and I, that's the vibes I'm getting from Boosie. And what really kills me is Boosie has always, like, had a crush on Rihanna and always openly talks about how he wants to be with Rihanna. And I'll be, I'm sure, like, I'll be wondering what the fuck she be thinking. Because I, I feel like Rihanna is very forward-thinking and she ain't turning up for none of that bullshit. So it's like, nigga, like, what are you talking about? Like, she would be cool with like if it was her kid I'm sure she would be cool with her kid being um uh being like D-Wade's daughter um and I'm sure she would be cool with <laughs> not cool with whatever the fuck Lucy's talking about with these little boys overall I'm just disgusted this actually I don't believe this is the first time he said it but um now, uh, from, from what I read Odie to your point the first time he said something like that he walked back on it and tried to say he was just joking you know mm. so but this yeah, time no, there, we don't say shit like that twice and don't mean it yeah but there there is no walk back on this he just and, and I, I will say something real quick when when I was dating back in my late teens early 20s like I dated a lot of women who were basically uh, into the romantic stuff okay. and, I was in, and, I was, and I was into it too the later I went in life the more women were either not into romance or just surprised by it because um like I, I mean i've dated some women some women in my mid to late 20s who never had a man take them out to dinner and i'm like where do you live like where does that happen but then Compton. when you see people like boosie <laughs> how he trains his kids then i could kind of it, yep, it, it makes it all make more sense now <laughs> I, you know and, yeah. and, and don't get me wrong um i was born in, in the early 70s okay so it's a different time. I realize things shift, things change, you know? So it's not gonna like, be it's not the, gonna be my the way it is. Then bitches be like, oh, he's a herb. He wants to take me out to dinner and shit. I, 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 <laughs> I, I've gotten that. You know? I, I, I've, I've been seen as corny. Or even worse, I, they, they try to take advantage. I, I, I hate it because they try to take advantage too. And I've seen women be like, oh, well, if he's treating, then I'm gonna be ordering. And you I'm going to be eating and lobster tails and shit. Her portion be $922, yeah. your portion be $30. She eating the lobster, I'm, I'm, eating, I'm yep. eating broth. Not even soup, because I can't afford the soup now. I got broth. <laughs> no, he said, I heard I heard what he said subliminally. He said, if she eating lobster, I'm eating that cootie cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll put it like that, that. That's never happened to me. I've never got lobstered. <laughs> so to speak. Even when we went to Red Lobster, I'd never got lobstered. 
So I, I will say that. <laughs> but at the same time, like the later I got in life, the less romance. And, and I, when I see people like Boosie, I'm like, okay. Hold on, zoom out, zoom out. We have to go back to this. When you say you went with these ladies and they say they never been out with a man, blase, blase. No, no, not. Did you not, ever notice? Did you ever notice that they were damaged in some way? Not until that moment. <laughs> because you know what? I mean, not, not until that moment, because now, now I'm just like, huh? Oh, okay. You know, I still try no, to make it work. No, it makes You might be single or not. I see why. Well, and, and, not, and, and I don't even put it on them. I just put it on their surroundings, like the people around them. Like if all the dudes in where they're from are on this whole Mackin thing, and then you got, then you got some, some corny herb like me talking about, you know, Oh, you got a promotion from your job. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you flowers. I'm seen I'm seen as an asshole. Like, oh my God, you want to buy me flowers? What kind of jackass are you? What are you from? Gotta hear you herb. You know, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I'm just using like like my old '90s slang. All right, all right, all right. But um, it's but now now I kind of when I see people like Boosie, I I kind of realize who's shaping the landscape when it comes to stuff like that. And I see that they're doing it to these kids. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody's doing that, but it's, you know, ugh. that's all, that's what, when I read the story, all I say is, ugh. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk about Dreamville real quick, one second. Large events is the Dreamville Music Festival, which was postponed from April to the end of August. This prompted organizers to offer refunds. However, CBS 17 has learned that some have been waiting months to get their money back and aren't getting answers from organizers. Dreamville. All right. Dreamville has been canceled until 2021. But people are having difficulties getting there refunds and have been getting having difficulties for the past few months it's definitely a vendor thing um i never requested a refund because i'm just like at the end of the day that money will probably come to me at the time i need it most so i'm not even really going to trip like that mm -hmm. um, but <clears throat> the reason i think it's a vendor thing with the people who process the payments is they're probably overwhelmed instead of having like one event cancel they're dealing with multiple events that had that got canceled um i'm still in the rolling loud group uh they've been crying about not getting refunds not even crying because that kind of diminishes the fact that they're entitled to a refund but you know what i mean like they've been complaining about not getting refunds for quite a while at this point and not really it's like i'm not really that surprised because it's some it's some bullshit the vendors i think are overwhelmed because so many events i could see that are, because i'm pretty sure they had they, if it was Ticketmaster or somebody like that yeah or I whoever i forgot pnc the name has pnc has what events in a normal year around this time period every other day maybe mm -hmm. every day you know what i'm saying that all oh, them yeah, and we're, not, you think about walnut creek and all of these people mm -hmm. like even just across the street from me even and nobody with us deepak you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and you pop you multiply that all over the country right oh yeah they're they're backlogged they are absolutely backlogged. So they should put that. out a statement so people can understand that you eventually will get your money. But shit, shut the fuck up and be happy you got that stimulus check, homie. I And that's another round of relief is on the way. Um, oh, but it is a pass last night. Yeah, the House, not the Senate. But we're talking about oh, that. Oh, that's true. 
Yeah. That's true. Um so I but yeah, I, I did get I got multiple emails. I feel like Dreamville actually over over communicated if you ask me. Yeah, because I'm supposed to be a photographer for the event, and they sent me an email about it, and they really want me to and hook, get up with them next year. Yeah, they they sent me, like, multiple emails. I got one from a, from a woman, from an actual person. It wasn't just from Dreamville, but she was emailing on behalf of Dreamville. And I got, like, two emails from Dreamville, and then I saw it all on the news. So I feel like the word was out, even yeah, if, yeah. you know, even if tomorrow, you know, they were like, oh, we have a vaccine, we have a cure. Nobody wants, you know, nobody, it's still too soon for everybody to gather. Um, so, how many people would actually feel comfortable? They would have to give out them refunds no matter how you slice it. So, it's it's probably, you know, it's for the best. It sucks because so. I was excited about it um, after having to miss last year, but... Mm-hmm. And I was excited. Was I love seeing Ari Lennox live. She is such a dynamic performer. She is. She is. Um, I don't think I've caught her live yet. Yeah, she was at um, the article last year. But did I catch her, though? No, no, no. I'm saying, not saying you did. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that's when I saw her. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't believe I did end up catching her. Oh, yeah, you would have remembered because it was so, that good. Because yeah. it was yeah. that good. But I did catch her. No, I did catch her. I, I take that back. I did catch her at um in Philly at the Roots Picnic. Okay. Okay. So I, I am fortunate to at least have seen her, but yeah. you know, Greenville is our own little mini Coachella, and right. I was excited right. about it. So All I'll right. be missing out, but it is what it is. Facts. Now, what I can't understand is why cruises are still moving forward. Um, the article. <laughs> the article. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. What? <laughs> the article that I read said that um, <laughs> they are booked up to 600%. 600% increase on booking cruises. I'm drowning. I'm drowning with the wave blue. Too much. Too much. Drowning. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It sounded like Odie was inside the water trying to So, <laughs> but yeah, like these motherfuckers are booked up 600%. Like bookings have gone up 600% because they're expected to resume in August, I believe. Um, now, well, the people was getting the sick on cruises before, sure, the, before the coronavirus. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> what, what kills me is I think that people are or the cruise industry specifically, uh, they, they, that's one, um, mode of transportation or one way of vacationing where they were not as lenient, uh, with the credits. So they were forcing credits for like within a year of travel instead of, Oh, like we'll just give you a refund. Whereas airline ultimately ended up doing while they were not on board with that in the beginning, they ultimately was like, all right, nigga, we'll, we'll just give you your money back. Whereas the cruise lines, they're like, nah, you get a credit, and that's it. And so, of course, people feel like, oh, well, I have to use this credit. But I'm like, I'm just like, why wouldn't you just eat the cost? Like, I, I mean, I would if I if I had. Because you balling. No, I'm just like, what is? I don't care. Four hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, 
what is that on my life? I'll eat that shit. And chances are you paid for that over time. Uh oh, remix. <laughs> uh, you, you're getting the robot voice there. Okay? Hold on, let me say something real quick while you get your voice together. Something wrong your, your internet connection is like, whoa. But let me say something. I saw um, a YouTube video I was watching the other day about point of contact. It was an experiment done in China, I believe. And it was like they put fluorescent stuff on a person's um, hand, one person's hand, in like a, a simulated eating area on a cruise ship. And they were showing like what would happen in 30 minutes of eating food at the buffet thing. And every single person had the, the virus, the pseudo virus on them. Every single piece of machinery and door and their face and their eyes. And it was just crazy how yeah. one point of contact in a room that small can make contact. And what they didn't even take into consideration is the aeration. The louder you talk, the more... I want to say spittle, but it's not really spittle. But let's just say... Duration of the germs are of the virus is present and can stay there for a significant amount of time before it drops to the floor. And any that wasn't even taken into consideration. This was just hand to hand contact. Yeah, it's 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 one of the reasons why we wear well, we're supposed to wear a face mask. I finally got my face mask. So when I go to the supermarket after this, I'm gonna finally wear a face mask at the supermarket. So you haven't been wearing a face mask? I didn't have any face masks. I finally just got them in the mail from Amazon. Oh, because they weren't even supposed to let you in the store like that. Well, and that's the thing. With the supermarket, they've been cutting people some slack. But I, but then again, I haven't tried to go to any... The only store I've been to in the last month and a half is the supermarket, you know? And and I've been trying to keep my distance from people because I don't have a mask. So if I see, like, a, like a couple people in the aisle, I'll just shop something else and come back when people... Like, I'm trying to, you know... I realize that without a face mask, I feel like an asshole, but... Getting face masks was harder than I thought it was gonna be. I figured oh, I just order some from Amazon, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll have them to you by Fourth of July." I'm like, "I'll be dead by Fourth of July." Now, Maybe. what kind of mask you get? Like a medical grade mask? Um, or like one of them cool cloth masks, like I got. No, I, I wish I had one as cool as yours. I got, I just got the regular blue, uh, face, you know, just the regular blue ones, and I had to get, I had to get a fifty pack because the twenty packs were like, "Yeah, they'll be here in." like July and I'm just like yeah I need them a lot sooner than July being that it's only May so um and then because it wasn't Amazon Prime I had to pay $12 shipping and handling damn son I'm not used to that shit that's your monthly fee I know but I was just like you know what I gotta do I gotta do my part if I want to be out there with people you know because this coronavirus is it's a killer and it's also it's in well, for people that survive oh say again robotic but you know it's fine yeah. Not as body. Oh. No, I said thank you for being responsible. You connect, do you connect via internet or via phone audio? I'm on the move, so phone oh, audio. Oh, so it's in and out because of cellular connections and jumping from tower to tower. Speaking no. of being in and out, have you seen all these uptick of 5G towers lately? Not in my area yet. No, I haven't. Really, only seen maybe one or two in Durham. But when I was going to Charlotte the other day, I seen a thousand on I-85. And I was, I really, I was really concerned. It was just like every block, what we consider maybe a city block, boom, one, 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 all it, on the left hand side of the road as I was going down south. It, it feels weird that they need so many. I mean, put it like they said something about the signal. It needs to be their towers have to be closer together in order for it to be optimal. But it, it, it's you remember like those old blue Nortel phones from like 10, 12 years ago? Uh, no, I had an iPhone. 
Well, it, it, then it might have been. Well, th- we'll put it like this: back when I, you know, when I first came to North Carolina, those phones were already old. Mm-hmm. And I told the story already about my coworker who had one. She had an old blue Nortel, and I used to mess with call it the Radiation King, because when her phone was on, she was in, she sat in a cubicle next to me. When her phone was on, it would mess with my with the speakers on my on my desk. And it was because back then, when they only had a few towers, those phones had to be stronger in order to get the signals from towers that were far away. Mm-hmm. So now the fact that they need even more towers, that's the part that worries me about. I'm not worried about the whole radiation thing. I, I haven't bought into the conspiracy theories yet, but the fact that they need Jeez. to put up so many of these things, that does worry me though. I'm not gonna lie. The okay. fact that they need so many of these things all over the damn place. Right. All right, all right. Well, yeah, I'm I'm all the way cool on the cesspool of the cruises. I don't know if we moved on from that, but that's all I got. All right. Well, we kind of segue into 5G, but then, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I decided to dial in. I figured that would be a little less robot-y. Oh, yeah, this is perfecto. So... Um, Mercedes was almost she's not with us today she has a training but she wanted to talk about yeah. the, the um, passage the pass the bill thing yeah let's just run a little clip she wanted to talk about the bill the stimulus bill the second stimulus bill I think it's called a hero's bill passing I'm very disturbed by yeah. that very disturbed on this vote the yeas are 208 who is this chick and the nays are 199 I'm not sure the hero's bill She's definitely coronavirus protected. And look a fly doing it, yeah? <laughs> Without objection, the motion to... I don't know how I feel about this bill. I see that Canada and other um countries are doing a lot better regarding this I mean, epidemic. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you figure Canada has, like... I mean, and I, I forgot to write it down, but I looked up, like, Canada's population. Mm-hmm. Like, they're basically... With me here, they're basically New York, yeah. They're basically 37 million people in Canada, and not just in one province in Canada, right? And they're getting two thousand dollars a month until this thing is over. Now, what you might now, I know what people be saying, they're like, Well, duh, they don't have that many people. I'm like, Yeah, well, duh, they don't have that much money, mm-hmm. okay? They have. They, they have a tenth of the people that we have, and they get two thousand dollars a month without making the money that we do, right? So why is that able to happen? And it's because we're bailing um, out companies. Yeah, I mean they're not right. They're not bailing out. Co- Put it like this: If you make thirty-five thousand dollars a year, and you don't have enough money to save, the first thing these billionaires will do is to tell you, "Well, maybe if you didn't buy so much avocado toast, maybe you could save some money." But yet, when they got all those huge tax cuts from that from Trump's tax cut bill, what did they do with the money? Did they save it for a rainy day? No, they used nope. it to buy back their own stock, and inflate their own stock, and then now mm-hmm. they got their pants down with the coronavirus, and now they're just like, oh my God, we need to. They come out with their hat in their hands, you know, begging for money. Carnival was one of them. Uh, all these people who the airlines, especially, you know. I mean, because I mean. Meanwhile, they was charging us fifty. <laughs> there's a there's a meme floating around the internet. It's like 
Delta sent an email that says we're in this together. And it was like, bitch, but I was on my own when you was charging me for my 50-pound bag. <laughs> or my 50-pound yeah, and three-ounce bag. You was charging me over it. You wasn't together then. We not together now. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I mean, and put it like this. I mean, not having air travel is detrimental to me because I live, I mean, I'm in North Carolina. My, my folks are, well, my dad is in New York. So if something happens, how am I supposed to get to him? Be on a bus for two days? I get on that mega bus for twenty five dollars, homie. Yeah, I mean they actually well, sent an email too. They actually just sent an email. Yeah. About so, social distancing and not moving around the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and the bus would be almost as bad as a cruise, just less money. Sure, it's worse because those people really probably don't protect themselves. They don't. They don't wipe. Them, they don't wipe shit down on them buses. Yeah. Everybody get off, more people get right on. <laughs> it's not like a plane where they clean it out in some between people, and flights. Some people uh, probably, and then, you know, they, they're going from state to state, not, not staying in a corner, not washing in between trips. Yeah, that's probably the, the most easiest way to get the virus besides maybe plus, jail. And then somebody, uh, to your point, Blue, all that air is recycled. Mm. So your, your air goes in that vents and it just comes right back. Yeah, it, it's... It's not even a thing right now. And it's that put it like this. I, you know, I, I do customer service for the company I work for. One poor guy, he had to put his car in storage because his daughter was trapped in China. Like they can't get flights from China. So his daughter went home to China and she couldn't come back. So she's been there for like two months. So we had to put her car in storage because she's not there to drive it. So this whole air travel thing, I mean, for me, who don't, for someone who doesn't really go anywhere, it's a, it's the minorest of inconveniences. But if you got people who have to go home and see family, I had a, a friend of mine, her mom passed away. She couldn't even go home for, for the funeral, you know, they want to not, drive. Not, not just because of the flight, but because, you know, she didn't want to infect, uh, take a chance of infecting her older relatives with coronavirus, you know? So it, it's this this thing is really real, but that's that a viable point, excuse, Mark. I mean, but, really. but at the same time, these people should be they should know, hey, you know, we got these tax cuts. Maybe we should give some to the employees or maybe we should save for a rainy day. But now we're expected to be responsible when all of our money goes into just living you know, another month. It's funny because uh, like in our, our movie group online, someone like someone had mentioned i think somebody had shared an article about uh one of the, the big ones going out of business amc um and how this was going to be like the final act for them because and they were already struggling so yeah. this is going to be the final act for them and um and i think they were talking about bailout so my comment was exactly that like why are we expected to save but they're allowed to spend money and do all this other bullshit and his response to me, somebody responded to me and was like, oh, well, businesses just want to run like that. And I said, well, number one, that's a problem. I said, but number two, even by your own point, that's some dumb shit. Because I looked up, just like an easy Google showed me, like, AMC, if, if according to you, it's been struggling forever. Why the fuck did the CEO get a raise, like, just a couple of years ago? And it was like a like not a little raise, like a very substantial raise. So if your business, if you're rewarded and your business is failing, why the fuck he never responded, of course. But my thing is like, <laughs> bitch, what are you talking about? I, I like, wouldn't expect him to respond to something like that because why? It? Like, like where's his rainy day fund? This motherfucker trying to get a bailout. 
You figure has already been rewarded for failing. You figure somebody like Jeff Bezos should be taking money, his own personal money, and putting it into the company to help its workers. But what did he do? He gave him a two dollar an hour hazard pay, and now he's taking it back at the end of the month. You know? Wow! But and he's on the way to becoming the first trillionaire. I don't Man, if these mother, if these motherfuckers from though, because I mean, he was he was I mean only. <laughs> I mean, last I checked. He was worth about 160 billion dollars, and now he's worth maybe like almost closer to 200 billion now, because he made almost 40 billion dollars during this whole pandemic alone. So, but through he bailout, failed, but he's still through alone. the bailout. Did he make that through the bailout? No, 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 no. Just from people having to order from Amazon because they can't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm, is he, dang, you so if he got, right so if, if he got a bailout, I don't know about it. But it's just from revenue, extra revenue from people having an order from Amazon because I mean put it like this I would just normally just buy masks at the pharmacy at my supermarket but they've been out for weeks well, I'll and be they, honest and, and, the and, pandemic and, has altered my has altered my spending habits I usually buy something for the computer or something for a laptop or something for my office on a monthly basis I feel I, I, I scale back a lot I haven't really been but people my... but think about people at home with their kids they probably have to buy school supplies yeah. and things to keep them entertained. Yeah. They have to buy, like, even also, people aren't traveling. So, like, whatever budget they have for that is now kind of compensated by compulsory spending. Like, oh, let me just buy. And I'm actually in a group. That's true. That's true. On online where the whole the whole purpose of the group is just to show you significantly discounted shit on Amazon. Like, they post the link. It could be for a wet blanket, something for your backyard, all types so of I random shit. I think I'm shit. in that same group. Is it like because I'm I invited million? you. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, yeah. yes. So that's like people end up buying shit they don't need. Yeah, I'm looking at a bunch. <laughs> of I haven't bought anything yet, but it's I look. Like I look. I look. percent off. I got to get that. <laughs> exactly, and see again, compulsive spending, and then boom. Next thing you know, you're like, oh shit, Amazon is at my house again. Yeah, so. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of Amazon yeah, packages at my, at my neighbor's houses. I wish I was stealing. You know, when I was younger, I used to be a, a robber and a stealer and a gangster. And um, this would be this would be the perfect setup if I was a young thug, because they just be. It's like every house, every particular, every residence has an Amazon package almost every single day. You know, it's like wow. I like I want something because you know who doesn't like to get gifts in the mail, right? Yeah. Like being an adult and still believing in Santa Claus. Right, exactly. UPS and yourself. Amazon is the Santa. Yeah. You know, the, the guy put up the other day. Is that for Felipe? Well, yes, it is, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, really believing in Santa Claus. Like you watching NORAD to see where Santa is, and you really believe he's actually in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. or some shit like that. So right. Like when I sent somebody an Uber the other day, I like I'm tracking to see what the Uber driver is doing. I was like, dude, why you turn right there? <laughs> GPS is be all messed up sometimes. Dude, but did you I mean, stop at the store to get cigarettes? What the fuck? Now, I, now I will say this: from what I was able to read about this about this bill, there is a lot of good things in there. But like what? Name also, the top three. Um. Oh shoot. Mm-hmm. Bear with me here. No, no, no. I, I had the article up mm-hmm. not too long ago, and mm-hmm. I actually. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know one of them off the top of my head was hazard pay for mm-hmm. frontline workers. Well, what's a frontline worker? Am uh, I a frontline worker? Uh, technically, 
I would say that because it's more like for healthcare workers. Yep, I'm healthcare. Yep, so yep. technically, you would be a frontline worker. People who work in supermarkets, stuff that can't close. Okay, yeah. that's me. That's me all day. Um, there was some oh about extending unemployment to extra six hundred dollars until twenty twenty one. And then cast it ain't even trying to go back to work right now. Well, here's the thing about that. Funny you should mention that because one of the reasons why they were trying to get kids back to school is so that people who uh, who are at home, quote unquote don't have an excuse to stay home because if their kids are home from school, they got nobody to watch the kids. Now, I will say this, I live across from a daycare. That daycare just opened this week, so they've been closed for over a month. So all those little kids at home, like every time I talk to somebody from the job, they're home with their kids. Like the kids are not in school. Yeah. Now, if you're in college, school would be out anyway. <laughs> like my nephew- Right, yeah, school would have been over like a month ago. Yeah, I think last weekend they finally got up. My nephew finally got to go back to uh, to Boone to get his stuff, you know, because now school will officially be out until. But then again, if this coronavirus thing keeps going on, is he going to be able to go back up to campus, or will he have to continue to do school from home? Like now, they're finding out this coronavirus is affecting kids too, so it's not like kids are invincible. And then kids were like little disease spreaders even before corona. Yeah, little nasty bastards. So uh, they want to just send kids out there, not because they think kids can tough it out, but basically because they want to give parents less of an excuse to stay home and not try and find another job or not go back to work so they don't have to pay them unemployment. You know? But that bill extends unemployment. It's supposed to extend unemployment until 2021. Uh, January of 2021, I think. And there were a couple of things that, that I saw that were like, okay, I like this. But it also gives another bailout to corporations. Like one segment in the bill, that's why like 14 Democrats voted against it. Because it still gives I see, because that's what I was wondering. It still gives more giveaways to corporations. And here's the thing about the, the 14 Democrats who voted against it. The only progressive who voted against it was Pramila Jayapal. Everybody on the squad. Wow, so not even AOC. Not even AOC voted against it. Now, the last one that came out, AOC voted against it because of all the corporate giveaways. But now, uh, her... Uh, now, keep one thing in mind. It's an election year for them. So now they got to kind of play the game because I guess they need Nancy Pelosi's help because a lot of them are in tough races. Like, AOC got Bizarro AOC that she's against. Um, Ayanna Pressley has a really tough race. I mean, she only won her race by, like, Less than a less than a point, less than less than a percentage point, and now she's up against that same person in November. So it's a lot of tough stuff here, you know. Yeah, I can dig it, man. And and and, and looking at all that stuff, it, it left me in a bad place. I fell into a horribly deep despair. You know, I'm depressed almost all the time, and my depression is not is not sit in the bathtub and open my wrist depression. It's basically where I just never get anything done. Like my apartment just, you know, it gets to the point where there's like dishes piled high and, you know, dirty clothes all over the floor, that type of depression. So no one ever has to worry about me. My friends don't have to worry about finding my corpse, you know, in a chair with uh, with my head blown off. That's never gonna happen. But it, it is kind of crippling, you know? And I fell into a deep despair. I was debating a friend of mine on Facebook the other day about Joe Biden's unity task force. 
And hold on, hold on. Before let's talk about your despair real quick. Because it's very concerning that you said that. You gotta yeah, get up, get out, and do that. something. You gotta you ain't gonna make it if you never really try. If you're always looking at your four walls and you're constantly being bombarded by politics, you know what I'm saying, these movies and things. You're living in a false world where you're playing video games with peers that might bring it up here or there. Dude, you're gonna be in this rut. You gotta get up and get some of the sunshine into your skin. Walk around your block. You know what I'm saying? Talk to people that don't have no idea about politics. Well, here's and here's the thing about that part. I usually I usually have that. So I usually have that that crew of friends where we get together every now and then and we just talk about stuff that's not politics. Like most of my my friends that I usually see face to face, we're not political. You know, so that's like my political safe space. Like I can go hang out with them and they'll they'll talk about their kids and talk about playing softball. You know, they'll talk about lawn chairs that they bought at uh, at Lowe's, you know, just normal people stuff. And I feel good in that. But I haven't had that in what? Since what? February, March, because of the whole coronavirus thing. So I, I definitely get where you're coming from. I probably do need to get out more. But I mean, it, it really it really hit me the other day because I'm going back and forth with my friend and I just felt it right. It just right in my gut. Like I can't do this anymore. You know, we were talking about Joe Biden's unique task force. And I will tell you this, the pundits that I normally listen to are split on this. Cause you have some people like Jen Uger from young Turks who are like, you know what? Give it a chance. Like AOC's involved, Bernie's involved, you know, uh, Ro Khan, I believe, is involved in one of these task forces, like five or six of these things, tackling like uh, climate change and all this stuff. But I'm on the side of this shit is a sham. It's basically Joe Biden saying, I don't have a plan. I don't have a platform. Okay. Obama threw my corpse in the wheelbarrow and he rolled me to the finish line. Because a lot of states that Joe Biden won, he didn't even campaign in. Yeah. So he didn't do jack shit to get where he is. Obama shoved this corpse over the finish line. So now he's like, now that I'm here, at least when, when Drake was talking about started from the bottom, now we here, he put some work into it. Joe Biden didn't do any work. So now he's like, I'm at the finish line. He's like, what do I do? <laughs> so now he's got to get skeptical progressives to vote for him. So now, and depending on who you talk to, if you talk to people like Jennifer Rubin, like I don't know why people listen to her because she's basically a conservative, but she's giving them instructions. Like you don't need to listen to the progressives. Don't worry about progressives. Just listen to us, us never Trumpers. But then there are other people like Business Insider wrote an article. They were just like, yo, you need these progressives to win. If you don't get them on your side, you're gonna lose. So he's got these task forces going on, right? To do the heavy lifting, to make the plan for them. And I'm looking at this stuff and I'm just like, here's the thing. Joe Biden has been a politician for 50 years, almost 50 years, because he's been in office since like the late 70s. So when has he ever done any of the things that we're asking him to do? Never. And my neoliberal friends are eating this up, you know, and they're, and, and they're calling me out on it saying, you know, Biden is shifting ever so slightly to the left, so you should vote for him, right? But like I said, Biden is a dude who put forth the crime bill. He's a dude who put forth the bankruptcy bill, right? When has he ever been progressive on anything? He's a Republican in all but name. And the only reason why Obama picked him, let's be real about one thing. 
Obama had no problem securing the black vote. That's pretty much a lock, okay? The only reason why they picked Joe Biden is to, to get white people to vote for him, right? So, I, you know, we were having a discussion. I was like, you know what? I give up, you know? You do what you want. I don't care anymore. I really don't care who's president. I don't care who wins in November. I'm done, right? But then I'll tell you something. I, I went to bed that night and I couldn't sleep. I, I just could not sleep. You know, you ever have nights like that where you just you're you're just so wrapped up in your thoughts that you just can't sleep at all? So, oh, but um, I, I will say this: giving up is harder than it seems. You know, uh. It's way harder than it looks because, I mean, if you're playing Monopoly and you're losing, it's easy to just be like, yeah, I quit. <laughs> I'm walking away. But if you're, uh, if you're trying to fight for what's right and your work isn't done, it's hard to just be like, well, I quit. I'm walking away. Can't do that. You know, but I just can't keep throwing myself up against a brick wall. And then I figure if I throw myself up against this brick wall enough, I'm going to see a crack in the wall. It's never going to happen. You know, I'm just breaking my bones for nothing. So I was just like, what do I do? And then, you know, I had a bad night of sleep that night. But then I woke up the next day and I read about a couple of elections that happened the night before. And it kind of gave me a little bit of a lift. Okay. So the first one was about uh, Christy Smith. Okay. Now, she lost, a special, she lost a special election. Now, here's the thing. Why would a Democrat losing give me a lift, okay? That's counterproductive, you know? I may not like certain Democrats, but I definitely like them a hell of a lot more than Republicans. But why is Christy Smith losing? Why did that give me a lift, okay? First things first, Christy Smith, basically, uh, she was running for a seat vacated by Katie Hill. So Katie Hill was a progressive, right? She's a member of the House of Representatives out of California in their 25th district. She's actually, the, the, I didn't know this, she's actually the first openly bisexual member of Congress, right? Now, she resigned due to a scandal. Now, she was in an abusive relationship with her husband and she ended up having an affair with a staffer, right? Now, they said she was having an affair with an aide, she denied that, but she did admit to having an affair with a staffer. So even though it was a consensual relationship, it's still not a good thing to have a relationship with your subordinate. And then on top of that, the Daily Mail put out uh, nude pictures of her. Now, the one thing I, at first, when I was writing this up, I said that her husband supplied the nude pictures, but I cannot find anything to back that up because the Daily Mail would not reveal their sources. They said multiple reliable sources, but they didn't say who the sources was. So for me to say that the husband gave the pictures, that would be, I have no proof to back that up. But um, her husband did give her texts to a conservative blog called uh, Red State. And they ended up with some of those pictures as well that they posted. So she quit, right? And after she quit, um, they had a 
election for her seat. So Cenk Uger from Young Turks ran against Christy Smith for that seat. And, you know, in the primary, and he got obliterated. <laughs> he'll be the first to tell you, I got my ass kicked out there. He'll be the, he'll be the first to tell you that, right? But Christy Smith went up against, uh, what was his name? Uh, Mike Garcia, okay? And she lost by 12 points. Now, where is she based out of again? Sorry, I'm, I might have to know when you said that. Where is she based out of? She's, a, she's out of California. And okay. they're in the 25th district, which I believe is part of Los Angeles. Okay. Now, Christy Smith losing gave me a lift for one reason, and one reason only. Because even though Christy Smith has a lot of things similar to Katie Hill, the one thing where she split was she is, Katie Hill is against Medicare for all. And because of that, she didn't get a lot of support. So this is from uh, tweets from Jennifer Medina, who was giving some of the stats on the election. So she said, uh, tracking data shows a significant voting gap along generational lines. Roughly 56% of voters and 65, uh, I'm sorry, 56% of voters 65 and older returned mail ballots. Only 19% of voters younger than 35 returned their ballots. Because young people are like, oh, you're not doing Medicare for all? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll check our options in November. And she lost by 12 points. Now, look at it like this, right? Uh, Mike Garcia, and basically Mike Garcia is like a defense contracting dude. So it's not like he's like from the barrio or something like that. He's up there. He's he's Republican in the highest order, right? So they let him win because she basically wasn't tending to their needs. California is really for Medicare for all. Matter of fact, if it wasn't for some of the corporate Democrats in there, they would have voted on a referendum to get Medicare for all for their state. Don't forget, California is like the sixth largest economy in the world. So yeah, it would be a struggle at first, but they could do it. Right? And here's the thing with Christy Smith. How do you not support Medicare for all during a pandemic? You got, that would be, that's, that's, a, that's a layup. You got 35 million people out of work in the blink of an eye, in, in a little bit more than a month. 35 million people out of work. Most of those people get uh, insurance from their jobs. So, no job, no insurance. What are you gonna do, go on Cobra? <laughs> okay, good luck with that. You know, so she lost because she didn't have the ear of the people. As soon as they saw no Medicare for all, young people were just like, all right, whatever. Now, would Christy Smith have been better than uh, than Garcia? Yeah, but she's not meeting their basic needs. So they were like, no. The other lift to my spirits was Kara Eastman, who is uh, out of Nebraska. Now, she won her primary that same night she trounced her opponents. It was not even funny. She got she ran against two other people, Ann Ashford and Gladys Harrison, right? And she got 61% of the vote. So she murdered these people, right? Now, the reason why that gave me a lift is because number one, Kara Eastman is absolutely for Medicare for all. And she's not like, I'm for it, please vote for me. Like she is for it. Like, and I apologize, Blue, I was trying to find, I was watching um, 
Humorous Report. And he's a huge fan of Kara Eastman. Like, that's the only reason why, why I knew who she was. Because, I mean, I don't keep up with Nebraska politics. <laughs> so Yeah, like, where the fuck is Nebraska? Yeah, I couldn't find it on the map, and I'm from America. Mm-hmm. Like, I know nothing about Nebraska. All I know is that it gets really cold in the winter. That's about it. And, um, but uh, he's been a supporter of her for years, right? So, um, so that's one reason why, like, when I heard that she won, I was like, oh, nice. Now, keep in mind, her battle has just started. Because now she has to go up against a dude named Don Bacon, who is the incumbent. So they're going to run in, they're going to have their race in November. And you could tell Don Bacon is nervous because after Kara Eastman won, especially when she won so handily, he just started tweeting up a storm about how she's out there and she's a, a, she's a socialist and her ideas are out there. Like, you know, the, you know, the same thing that every other developed country has and has had for decades is out there for America, right? They make it sound, make it sound like socialists are witches. Yeah, basically. Like they just sacrifice the blood of children to, to gain more vitality, you know? That they have tails that they tuck into their genes and some dumb shit like that. Now, here's the thing. I I think that people... Oh, and, and what I was mentioning, Blue, uh, in that Humanist Report clip, they played a commercial from Kara Eastman about Medicare for All. And she was basically just debunking all the Medicare for All myths. I was trying to find that commercial on its own on YouTube and I could not find it. So I wanted to give it to you to play as a clip for today. Which okay. means that when I finished rebuilding my multimedia computer, I used to have a program where I could download those clips from YouTube and then I could just edit them. So okay. I, I probably I probably need to do that sooner than later. So if I run into another situation, like I figured it's a campaign ad, I should just be able to find it on YouTube. I could not find it. But it's Nebraska. Did, yeah, but she did an excellent breakdown of Medicare for All and just debunking all the Republican talking points. So you know she's in it to win it for Medicare for All, right? Now she she gives me that 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 Alaska governor. What was her name? Sarah Palin. Yeah, she gives me that feel. <laughs> I just thought of a more, and, and no disrespect to her, but kind of like a, a little bit more of a Tina Fey thing, I guess, because of the glasses. Um, you're going about aesthetics. I'm going about the sound of her voice and her talking points. Oh, okay, okay. Well, well like like a more intelligent Sarah Palin. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> all right, all right. I take that back. But um, here's the thing, right? I think that people going for voting, go, voting for and voting against politicians who support or don't support Medicare for all, it's a hugely positive sign because, and it was enough to kind of get me out of my funk because it lets me know like I've been being browbeaten by my friends for months, practically for years. Mm-hmm. And by their standards, I'm the outsider. Like everybody else is team Biden or team Pelosi or team Schumer. And I'm just that asshole on the outside, you know? I'm mad because I didn't get my way, you know? And when I go outside of that particular bubble, I find out, yeah, there's a legion of people who think like me, who just don't feel like, yeah, uh, just getting Trump out of office isn't enough. We need to get people who are really on our side. Let me ask you guys a question. What do you think will be the point of Democrats keeping control of the House and getting the Senate if Pelosi and Schumer are still in Democratic leadership? What would be the point of that? Just so Nothing, it, they, because they, they bad. Go they ahead. Will pass, 
sooner rather than later. Like it would be, it would remove a lot of the doubt. That's it. In some ways, but they always bow down to corporate pressure. So mm, hit or miss. Yeah. And 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 and, and it, I, I will agree with both with both of those assessments, and especially the hit or miss, because I'm not going to come out my face and say that Nancy Pelosi has done everything wrong. That would be an incorrect assessment, right? She has done some good things, even though I can't think of them off the top of my head. <laughs> She's not. She showed us her refrigerator and all the ice cream she has. She does have a lot of ice cream. I guess that's a good thing if you're the person who sells her her ice cream. And one of the most beautiful refrigerators I've ever had. If I was back on my Jeffrey Dahmer shit, that refrigerator would be perfect. It'd be filled with human heads. <laughs> Penises. <laughs> but put it like this. Let's take Virginia. I have a friend of mine who lives in Virginia, and he just touts Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. Here's the thing. Virginia in 2018, they got control of their state house, their state senate, and they had the governorship. Mm. Right? They practically have a supermajority in, I believe, in the Senate, right? Don't quote me on that part. I know in one of the houses they have a supermajority. So they get I would just I would say the Senate because in the House, you normally just need a majority. In the Senate, you need a supermajority because of the filibuster. So the only way to break the filibuster is you have to have 60 votes in order to break a filibuster, right? Now here's the thing. I know in the US Senate, there's a hundred senators. I don't know the top of my head how many state senators there are, right? I know, you know, for uh, federal, it's two in every state, but I don't know how many a state uh, Senate would have. I have to look that up, right? But you figure Virginia's had control of the entire state for two years. They're still a right to work state and they are still, and as of a couple months ago, they are still last in workers' rights. So you figure they've had two years to at least address these issues and they did none of it. So my thing is this, throwing, up, throwing myself up against that brick wall of the establishment, I mean, it would have been nice to have Bernie Sanders as president, to run for president. I mean, he would still have to win. But it would have been nice to have somebody to get me out of the house and say, okay, I got to vote for Bernie, right? But I think we have to shift our strategy instead of going from the top down maybe we should go from the bottom up. Take Pelosi's bricks out of the wall and then get our people in there who are gonna who are gonna do right by us. So we'll just have to wait and see, but at least now, at least now tonight I can go to sleep. You know, I don't have to be up to work because now I know where the fight has to be from now on. Odie, what are your what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are Make sure you vote. <laughs> no, that's exactly what that means. <laughs> um, or, or wait, sorry, I missed the question. <laughs> I did miss the question, though. <laughs> what, what are your final thoughts? Hello? I'm still here. Okay, yeah, I had to turn the volume up. Say that one more time. What are your final thoughts? Stay your ass at home. And then cancel some of the cruises. <laughs> yep. Final final project. Don't listen to Carnival. They just want their money. Um, don't don't fall for the okie doke. Stay ass at home. Yeah. I mean, I gotta go to the supermarket after this, but that's probably where I, the only place I'll be in the next for the next week. <laughs> so, Mr. Blue, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are: take care of yourself. Yeah, though you can't do the things you used to do in order 
to be well in this world. Find alternatives, but do what you gotta do. And if you're feeling down, let somebody know. Reach out. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make sure you feel like a better man. Ooh. You can't see me blue, but I got my lighter out and I'm just swinging back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> you smoke cigarettes? No. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, just be for real. Just saying, like, you know, this world is hard. I was telling people all the time, you know, you know, I, I work in mental health and the clients be like, oh, this, this, and that, you know, until their symptoms are more punctuated, but also find that the people that's helping them, the clinicians, the therapists, the doctors, the nurses are in the same boat. And we just have to do it differently. Um, a lot of people were saying, yeah, those Zoom parties, they're fun, but I'm Zoomed out. I really want real human connections and I can totally dig it. I'm in the same boat. Um, but we just got to do it differently. You know what I'm saying? I, I, the other Yesterday, I went out and instead of, you know, sitting in the six feet social distancing with my client, I said, man, let's just do social distance and walk and talk. And that was a breath of fresh air for both of us, literally. Yeah. I mean, I've well, had I'm some... getting my oasis back together. That's why um, I had the handy man come this morning. I needed um, a place to string up my lights so I could sit in my backyard and have libations and or smoke, whatever. Um, so, yeah, he, he actually just left. Um, and basically it's, it's basically cemented post uh, for me to put flowers in at a later time mm-hmm. um, and I'll just string up some lights there you go I, I will say this I, I did want to go out on, I mean I live on the second floor and I wanted to go out on my on my balcony but there's but there's a there's wasps out there yo same thing happened to me and I, and I have a um, fenced in um, balcony and I yeah. saw a wasp I said shit that's a baby murder hornet, basically. Oh, yeah. And now I, I have to look up: Do woodpeckers eat wasps? Because we have we have woodpeckers, and they yeah, are, there are woodpeckers in that neighborhood. I remember because I would always hear them. And, and for I some reason, and I was like, why are the woodpeckers trying to peck through the gutters? And then, but if they sense bugs in there, they will try to peck through them as if they were trees. That's why, because they are so loud. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That makes but, sense. I used to hear them all the time over there. But now I have to look up, do woodpeckers eat wasps? <laughs> because right now, my apartment complex is only doing like emergency stuff. Like if your air conditioner breaks down or something like that. Like if you got wasps for right now, you're pretty much on your own. And I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to go out there and get stung. So I'm just like, you know what? I'll just have to wait. And I'm like, well, maybe the woodpeckers will take care of this. But I'm like, do woodpeckers eat wasps? I mean, woodpeckers are not that big. We'll just have to wait. I'll just have to look. No, they're really small. Yeah. Nothing. They just eat like grubs and like little beetles. I thought so. I didn't think they eat stuff like wasps, but we'll just have to wait. I'll just have to look it up. I hope so. That would take care of my problems. I could. I could understand the wasp doesn't have really any natural predators for the most part, except for the praying mantis. I actually saw a video of a praying mantis eating a uh, a murder hornet. And it pretty much just ate its head. That was a setup. That wasn't like something that would actually happen in the wild. That was a controlled. That was a controlled display. Well, you know what? It, it convinced me. I, I see praying mantises every once in the blue moon. I just leave them be. Yeah, I'm and scared it, of them. 
I mean, they are huge, but they're pretty much, I mean, they're, they're harmless and they eat all the bugs that I hate. So I just leave them be. I don't mess with them. So. All right. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Urban Breakdown podcast available on all streaming platforms except iHeartRadio, including YouTube. You can listen also via flip phone or home phone at one 857 385-7045 which means you can listen to the podcast via your phone without the use of an app. It's like hey, this is the Urban Breakdown Podcast and today's episode is da 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 and you be like, oh shit I'm listening to it on my flip phone. Ah! You know what I'm saying? West Coast, you know what I'm saying? Because we can't think that everybody got a smartphone. Everybody ain't got some people don't even have room on their phone for other apps, but they can dial it in, 1-857-385-7045, and listen to the, the latest episode of the Urban Breakdown podcast featuring hit shows such as 360 Degrees and Politrix with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. And every now and then I pop in from um, Mr. to Mr., or what we now call A Man's Perspective. Get amp, get it? Get A Man's Perspective. Get amp, hey, <laughs> West Coast and we's out.